Welcome to Girl, Water Your Grass. We talk about all the things to better yourself, your family, your career, your dreams, your goals, and your life, and how God's dreams over us are so much bigger than our own. We are just two girlfriends who grew up in the bluegrass state of Kentucky with five brothers each and have reunited to take our dreams to the next level. Now we're inviting you to get out of your own way, girlfriend, and come on this ride because on this journey of a lifetime, we never arrive. Welcome back to Girl Water Your Grass. Here we are continuing our series on relationships. And today you guys are in for such a fantastic treat. So one of my greatest joys is being the adopted aunt of MK's children. And so, <laughs> so it's one true. of Aunt Maria, sometimes yes. just Aunt Maria. Exactly. And so one of the uh, relationships we wanted to touch on that we thought would just be kind of fun. And again, would also give you a little greater insight um, into who MK is. We love, we know that it matters getting to know people, you know, and we want you guys to get to know us. And we love hearing about you guys in your life as well. You're up we next, thought, Maria. I know. But <laughs> we thought it would be fun to interview MK's children. So we're getting two out of the six. And we're getting Anna Catherine. Anna Catherine, you can say hello. Hi. Tell them how old you are. Uh, yep. I'm 13. What grade you're and in? I'll be in eighth grade this year. Yes. And you are the oldest. Yes. yes. And then Miss Caroline. Caroline, can you I'm say that? Hi, I'm 12. I'll be in the seventh grade and I'm the better twin of the family. So, so she's a twin, right? That's right at all. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. So let's just go ahead and dive, dive in. So you guys are the children of MK and Will, and we had them on our podcast so recently. And tell us, first of all, what is that like having MK as a mom? Let's start with that just for fun. So you guys can each go. Caroline, you look like you have something to say right off the bat. Go ahead. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I don't really know what it's like to have a different mom, but... <laughs> say she's a good mom <laughs> yeah and when you say she's a good mom what do you think makes a good mom what do you think about um that? patience kindness generosity uh a good faith in christ mm -hmm. um they're involved with you and your activities mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. good thoughts and then anna Catherine, how about you what is it like having mk as a mom um, yeah she definitely keeps like it's always really happy she's like very bubbly and she has a lot of personality so um it's really happy and then um she likes to get things done so it's pretty fast paced too but we get to do we can <laughs> do a lot so no way no one would ever guess fast paced <laughs> I love it. And 
Anna Heather, what do you think makes a good mom? What are your thoughts? Um, well, I think they need to understand their children and make it like actually try to understand. I know a lot of people, a lot of people are just like, oh, my mom wants me to do whatever I want. And like a lot of times I feel like people will want that, but I'm honestly glad that our parents don't let us do whatever we want because it shows that they care. Mm, good insight there. So as a whole, you guys, one of the things is um, you guys have a good relationships with your parents. Like I've definitely seen that from spend, spending time with you guys. And would you, would you say that's true? It seems like you guys do. Would you say you have a good yes. relationship? Okay. You, do you agree, Anna Catherine? Mm-hmm. Okay. And there's a lot of kids out there who don't have good relationships with their parents. Would you agree with that? Do you have friends who maybe don't, aren't very close to their parents? Yeah. Yeah. What would you say has really helped you guys to have a good relationship with them? What have, what has your mom and dad done that helps you to feel like, Hey, we're close. We're growing in relationship. You know, what are some of the things that they have done? Mm -hmm. And this is a good thing for parents to know. How can, how do you think that parents can foster a good relationship with their kids, especially because you guys are preteen and teen, right? And mm-hmm. a lot of times those can be, you hear, you're, you hear people say, oh my gosh, these are the worst years, but it seems like you guys are making these out to be like the best years. So would you just share your thoughts on that? How, how do you think you have a good relationship? You know, how do kids have a good relationship with their parents and how, what can parents do to, to foster that? I think um, communicating, I don't always like to do it, but I think it's important to Um, have conversations Mm. and a lot of people uh, and I struggle with this they just like want to avoid it and just um, Mm -hmm. like think it'll just get resolved on its own but actually like communicating about it and um, yeah how did you learn to be able to communicate that especially I I love I'm still working on it but there's like we actually need to like talk about this because it's not just going to go away on its own yeah that takes so much courage to do that. I love that you have that vulnerability and that awareness of, okay, this is not something I'm great at, but in order to get better, I've got to work on it. That's so amazing. Caroline, what about you? you think makes I feel sense? like a lot, she said about having conversations and like, it makes a lot of people uncomfortable, but like you need to have those. So mm-hmm. your parents know what you're going through and you can understand what your parents are trying to help you go through and do through life. Um, mm. How do you, how do you make them have lots of conversations they don't have, don't we? Mm-hmm. Like, this is going to be uncomfortable. Let's pull up a chair, sit down, right? We're really into communication in our house. Like sit down and talk about it. Yeah. So just for fun, let's, let's hear it. So MK, tell, tell, tell us a little bit about that. Like, what does that look like when you guys know that there's some maybe hard conversations that need to be had? Cause we, that's true for every family. Yeah. And I think just with parenting and of course I do not have it all figured out by any means. There's no book, there's no uh, (laughs) written rules. You just are figuring this out. I think something that we've really learned and, you know, Will and I can talk about this with parenting together, but that every child is different and there is no one size fits all and and meeting your kids where they are and really listening to them. Something I also think that's really important in that parent-child relationship is that we're not always right. As the parent, I think when we're in authority position, mm-hmm. a lot of times we think that we have all the answers or we're right, but that's not, that's not true. I learned so much from my kids. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I think back to and where Jesus says for us to become like children again. And a lot of times they have it right. Where we're, as they say, we're fast paced. We're going so fast. We're missing the moments. Um, mm-hmm. But no, I mean, it has to be age appropriate. 
And so, you know, when my seven-year-old asks me where babies come from, that's going to sound a little bit different than when my 11-year-old asks me where babies come from. But have, being willing to step into those uncomfortable spaces mm-hmm. and as the parent knowing this doesn't have to be uncomfortable. It may it may be, and that's okay, but it's important to talk about that, those things and to have that um, openness for them to be able to come to us and communicate because yeah. we just want what's best for our kids unconditionally. Yeah. We have no, I think that the parent-child relationship is one of the few that we, you really see there's no ulterior motive. There's nothing in it for you other than just sheer love. And if we can just see, that's just a glimpse of how much the father loves us. And, you know, one of my favorite questions to ask new parents when they have that baby is, you know, right when that baby comes out, have you ever been so in love? Mm. Because you just haven't. Yeah. So let's, let's dive into a little bit with, um, you know, would you say, cause you guys seem to get to do a lot of things. And at the same time, your parents also have no trouble saying, no, you can't. Would you say, first of all, let's just say, would you say that your parents are strict? Do they let you guys do a lot or, or not? And why or why not? Um, I feel like they do let us do a lot. Like if we ask to have a friend over, they say yes. Like every time if we ask if we can have ice cream or like, I don't know, just do <laughs> Too much like sugar. That. Yeah. <laughs> Then they usually say yes, but I mean, other things they need, if they need to like put down the law and say no, then they definitely do that as well. Like dad and his movies. Yeah. Yeah. I think dad it really movies. depends on what it's on. Mm-hmm. And like you, the more you know them, you know, like, oh, I want to watch this. I better go ask mom because dad's going to say no. <laughs> or, oh, I want to go do this. I'm going to ask dad because mom's going to say no. So you like learn who's going to say yes to what. And uh, then you get more what you want. <laughs> <laughs> That's only if we don't know, because we are united front if we know. By having conversations helps sometimes. Right. That is great. So what about you guys for having conversations? Do you feel that you can come and talk to your parents about anything? Um, I know that's a really honest question to ask in front of your parents, right? You can be totally honest. <laughs> I, want you to I mean, like they say we can, yeah. which I, mean, I believe that, that, that we can, but sometimes I'm just like, well, it can wait. And then I never get around to it. And then it just is there and I never talk about it because mm-hmm. I feel like it's sometimes I get uncomfortable when I have conversations I don't want to talk about. So yeah. that's why sometimes I put it off and decide not to do it, even though I know I need to do it. So. Mm, I love your honesty. <laughs> Anna, what would make you feel more comfortable to be able to have those? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maybe if I knew little siblings' ears weren't around. Mm. Some of the intentional time without little kids. Yeah. Good. good. Anna Catherine, how about you? Do you feel comfortable coming? Uh, it also depends what it's on. I feel like most of the time I do. I just, a lot of times I think like, I can do it myself. I don't need help. So I don't need to bother them with this. I have enough going on. But like, they really try to encourage us. Like, y'all can talk to us about anything. Mm-hmm. And um. But when you just like, I think I can just like do it myself. I don't need help. So just like, I think I need to learn um, to trust people more. Mm, yeah. yeah. And I think there's some things, I guess a good question would say, like, I want my kids to know, like, it's okay if you're more, more comfortable talking to dad about this, or it's okay if you're more comfortable talking to me about this. Because yeah. I think, you know, different personalities connect differently. And Will is more patient than I am by nature. Mm-hmm. And so there might be something that you all feel more comfortable. I would say, Anna Catherine, I think you are really have a good, you talk with dad really well, don't you think? Yeah. 
where I'm not as patient. And so we're working on that, aren't we? Working on our communication style. But if we don't talk about it, we can't improve it, you know? Yes. Wouldn't you say Mm -hmm. that's... And what do you think, um, what do you think parents could do more of? So let's say there's a parent out there who has a daughter or son who's 12 or 13 years old, and they just feel like their child will not communicate and they just don't seem to have a relationship with them. What advice would you give them to start to create a good relationship? I think that um, a lot of times, like what mom said earlier, when people, they just think that their parents are like, oh yeah, I'm right. Like you're the kid. I'm the one that knows this. I think just actually being open that mm-hmm. you are right about everything and um, just mm-hmm. actually like listening and not interrupting them every sentence, just listening and trying to understand. And I think that that helps a lot. I like that you said that no interrupting because do you think that a lot of times parents do tend to interrupt their kids? Yes. Yeah. Or their facial expressions will just show, I'm not really interested in this. Just let me get to my point. So just actually um, nonverbal and verbal communication skills. So good. <laughs> you guys have so much wisdom. Carolyn, what about you, love? Um, I feel like, like we said before, a lot of it is about conversing with your parents um, I also feel like you want to be able to know you can go tell them things that go on other than just like what we've said, um, where you just think, oh, they're too busy. They don't want to hear what I have to say. Like, I'm going to be wrong. They're going to say that they're right. And they just think that it's just going to end up like that. But you never really know until you actually try out the... Mm-hmm. I love that. What do you think, um, what are some of your favorite memories with your family and with your parents? Um, I really like going on vacations um, as a family because, well, we go to Florida a lot and it's long car drives. So, I mean, we spend a lot of time together in the car and also when we're actually at the vacation, um, this year, I got to go yeah. to Florida for a whole month. Yeah, that was, yeah, fun. That was fun. So we spent um, a month of the winter down in Florida, which was really a yeah. gift. Right? My favorite yeah. memories are whenever we go to the lake, Rough River, our grandparents have a lake house in a boat, and it's just so like peaceful out there, and we just do a lot of fun things. And I feel like, I don't know, I'm just always so happy when I'm out there, and I feel like kind of all the worries just wash away, and you just kind of forget about it, and it's just... Peaceful. I just, yeah, it's really peaceful. We went just the other night after work. We didn't even get down there till yeah. 5 36 o'clock and just stayed but, till sunset. And it was so beautiful, yeah. wasn't it? So fun. What would you say are some of the worries that like 12 and 13 year olds have? What would you say are some of the worries that, because I think sometimes there can be a tendency that parent for parents to not realize you know, the worries that kids have also, right? And teenagers have too. And so what, what have you noticed? What are some of your worries in this season of life that you have? That yeah, probably like others- I said, just thinking that you can handle it all and being like, um, I don't want to go to my parents about this. Or I just want to keep it to myself. I think they are worried about bothering them or that they'll make them mad out of it. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, that's probably my biggest one. And also, um, 
I like, I mean, I'm probably most people I like this. I can't stand being wrong about something. So <laughs> I'm like, if I, and I like want to get the last word. Right. So just um, being open. Mm, yes. Um, I feel like a lot of like middle school and high school people learn a lot of things that they don't talk about with their parents or they do things or like they meet new people, have new friends, and it doesn't go always as they think it will. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's a big part of kids' worries. They feel like they tell their parents either their parents won't really care or they'll mm. get really mad. Like my friend is drinking alcohol or smoking a cigarette. How do you, how do you think? So both, because both of you guys mentioned that idea of, of like parents being mad. So what impact does a mad parent have on you? How does that affect you? Like internally in your mind, in your heart? What is that like for you when a parent's um, mad? I'm kind of a perfectionist. So I feel like when I make a mistake, I just like get so down on myself and I like bottle everything up. And then eventually I just want to like explode. So it just makes me like, it really lowers my confidence when I mess up, which I know that I need to be open to making mistakes because it's really important. But um, yeah, I just get really down on myself and I don't believe in myself as much. Mm. But do you think that's created internally or do you think that we put pressure on you for that? Um, I probably um, create it internally. And then, um, I, I just wire into my mind that like, oh, they're going to get so mad at me and I don't want them to be mad. So I probably make it a bigger deal than it should be. Kind of that both and, Mm. how about you, Caroline? What do you think? I feel like for me, I'm always like, well, I feel like in my head, if my parents get mad then at me, then they'll love me less or they won't. Mm. I don't know. They'll, or if I get punished, mm-hmm. then I feel like, oh, well, they don't like me as much as this sibling or like they think more highly of this person than me or just things like that. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's really true? If I really step back and think about it, no, but I feel like it's just in the moment you're just so yeah. fed up and mad and angry and frustrated and mm-hmm. learning how to deal with emotions. <laughs> learning how to do all the things you call Aunt Maria and say I'm mad at mom and she'll talk you through it right <laughs> so talk to us about um so you guys there's six of you and what are your thoughts on having siblings what's the best part of it what's the most frustrating part of it well I couldn't imagine life without siblings and like um I I for the most part really enjoy it it's great because um, like we homeschooled this year and um, you still have people to talk to mm-hmm. and um, you uh, it's it's just nice having other people who you feel comfortable with and I feel like in the long run they're going to be the ones who are going to be your best friends so I think that's really, really important and then I think the worst part is probably just like um, when we like disagree about something they'll like start saying stuff and I'll start saying stuff then we just like make too big of a deal about it then it gets into a big argument they're like oh he said this she said that blah 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 right. and then mom's like okay just both go to your rooms because and then we just like get so mad at each other so just like being more calm and like yeah mm. what do you think Caroline what's like with lots of siblings 
I really like having a lot of siblings because you can do a lot more things and you're never lonely. Yeah. Um, so that's good. Um, I'd say not my favorite parts of having a bunch of siblings. Um, like when you have friends over and they follow you around. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when they um, like older siblings think like you're too young to do this or you're too young to do that. Not that she does that. But, um, <laughs> I love, I wish you guys could have seen Anna Catherine's face when she said that. <laughs> um, younger siblings, it's kind of, it's like the opposite of older siblings. They think they're old enough to do things and they won't leave you alone until right. you let them do it. Some of you, you're treating them like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, yes. no. What about just coming from a bigger family? I guess in today's world, six kids is considered a big family. Years ago, it wouldn't have been, right? Does it make you want to have a big family one day or not so much? Yes. For sure. Yes. But like Caroline's friend, Julia, they have 10 kids and she's just like, only six. Y'all are such amateurs. We're such <laughs> amateurs. <laughs> Y'all are just getting started. <laughs> No, it's a good start, right? <laughs> right. So good. What about you guys? Do, I, I love seeing the six of you together. You guys are so beautiful with your interaction. Not that you don't get frustrated with one another. I've seen that or that you, you know, but, but as a whole, you guys do have a good relationship. What would you say about how do you have a good relationship with your siblings? How do you create that? What are the things that you like? What are the thoughts you're thinking? What are the things you're doing, you know, to create a good relationship with your siblings? I think like when there's, uh, I mean, we spend a lot of time together, which is good. And um, a lot of people just like, like my siblings are so annoying and like, I can't believe you're actually friends with your siblings. I'm like, well, you may as well make the most of it because they're not going away. And so, <laughs> yeah. but like, um, just, uh, well, because we spend a lot of time together, we're closer. And I feel like, especially the ones my age, the twins are pretty close to my age. Yeah. I, I feel like I tell them everything and I, I trust them and I'm not good at trusting people. So yeah. I think, I think it's, um, good. Be, it's good for a relationship because like, I hardly trust anybody, which I need to work on, but <laughs> I actually really, I really trust them. And I think that I feel comfortable talking to them about things. Mm, now that you guys got each other's back. What do you think? Caroline? Um, well, I mean, you have like your like lifelong friends with you um, and your siblings. Mm -hmm. And I mean, well, you have a twin, so you've shared yeah, everything. I mean, yeah, it's fine to have a twin, but um, I feel like a good like to have good relationships with your siblings, you need to like um, like people have said, like we've said before, like people don't feel comfortable talking to their parents about things. So, I mean, being able to help them through things mm -hmm. that they go through or um, just being together and having fun and with each other. Yeah. Oh, yesterday was fun. That was a funny story of you all. I came in from, I think I have been working and the seven and six year old girls were having a disagreement and one was saying one was lying. The other was saying the other one was lying. So Anna Catherine and Caroline put on a trial. <laughs> they, had them, they had them on trial. 
And we're like, let's talk about the evidence. They recorded it and everything. I was rolling. I mean, the two little ones are both crying and I'm just <laughs> dying laughing. That's fantastic. Tell me more. So they got to the bottom of it and figured out who the liar was. was (laughs) Definitely who we thought it was. So you know each other, right? I'm I'm sure I never guess. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Uh, I mean, it's fun. You know that you have a, we have a lot of fun. I feel like we have a lot of fun. Do y'all feel like we? Yeah, we definitely get a lot of um, opportunities that other people don't. Mm. I'm really grateful for that. How important do you think having fun as a family is? I think it's really important because, I mean, if you just like sat around and did and y'all just, I feel like it really helps you to grow a better relationship because mm-hmm. you're enjoying the time you spend together mm-hmm. and it just makes you want to be together more. So yeah. make your memories. We yeah. have a lot of extended family too, which I think is a gift. You know, yeah. I'm, I have five brothers, like we mentioned before, and there's 23 grandkids on, on my side and y'all, we spend a lot of time with our cousins. Yeah. Yeah. And my, my parents. Yeah. So that's a gift. Yeah. So is there anything else that you guys would like to share about kids' relationships with their parents and parents' relationship with their kids? Any, anything else you would like to? Or how people can water their grass this week and, and yes, how would you their tell, own life. How, how would you would say you that kids and moms? They could use a hose. <laughs> <laughs> No, how can they better their life or their relationship with their kids this week? How can they yeah, pour into being open and communicating, I think are the biggest things and um, like actually wanting to hear what the, what they're saying, not just like brushing them off. Mm. Um, I feel like a lot of kids don't know their parents like they think they do. So, I mean, mm. maybe trying to figure out and learning more about each other and trying to understand each other more. Make it a memory, having fun. Yeah. Right. We like to sing and dance a lot at our house, don't we? <laughs> we do a whole lot of singing and dancing around and we, the girls are good singers. They don't need to record me because I'll leave. They it are home. really good. All those kiddos are really good from what I've heard. So oh, it's, it's fun. They take after their Aunt Maria. So <laughs> No, this has just been fun to, you know, we just encourage you to really have that open communication and good relationships with your kids. And life is, is great. It's wonderful. It's beautiful and it's messy and it's hard and all the things just pressing into that and not avoiding it. I think it's how you really grow relationships, just like you would grow the relationship in your marriage or with your friendships. It's the same with your children and seeing them as, you know, people and not, um, that you're the authority figure who, who has control over them. So that's just sort of, and we can talk about parenting later, but we just thought it'd be fun to kind of give you all a glimpse into my two oldest girls and thanks for sharing twin, her, twin, her twin brothers. He's more reserved. He said, I do not want to be on the podcast. So we'll have to get him down the road. We're working on his communication skills. Well, we appreciate you ladies. You are lovely. And thank you for sharing so honestly and from your hearts. And I know you guys are such a gift to everyone who gets to meet y'all. So we appreciate you to our listeners, please um, like, share, subscribe, all the things. Make sure you um, go to girlwaterygrass.com and subscribe for our monthly newsletter to learn little helpful hints on watering your grass, all those beautiful things in your life. And we will continue the series with a follow-up on parenting. So we'll look forward to seeing you next week here on Girl Water Your Grass.